Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to come up with a system of reminders. So you don't need to be a human reminder for all the people around you. I am guessing as a listener of this podcast that you have smart systems for managing all your responsibilities. I'm guessing that you've also noticed that other people in your life might not have such robust systems. Sometimes this is for a good reason. Perhaps these people are four years old and yes, need to be reminded to go to the bathroom before they get in the car. With older children or partners or colleagues, though, this need to remind people of everything can become a bit tedious. Maybe you and your partner agree to have a calendar meeting every Sunday night. And yet, Sunday after Sunday, you are the one saying, hey, when can we sit down to do this? Feeling like a nag as your partner sighs, looking up from the TV show he or she just turned on. Your teenager asked to take tennis lessons, yet week after week you have to go find him or her 10 minutes before you are supposed to leave to make sure you'll be able to leave on time. This feels frustrating for many reasons. First, because you have to keep up with the mental load of managing other people who should be managing themselves. And second, because you feel like Mr. or Mrs. No Fun pulling the other person out of what they were doing to remind them about what they said they'd do. And while it's fine to let people fail or miss things that only affect them, that's not always what's going to happen. I mean, you could skip the Sunday calendar meeting, but then there is a good chance you will be doing all the driving yourself. So, what to do? Do your best to put systems in place that keep you from being a human reminder. For example, if you and your partner have decided to get together on Sunday nights for a calendar check-in, where you'll decide who's driving who where, talk about any extra work responsibilities, and think through your fun on the next weekend, then set a joint calendar reminder for Sunday night at, let's say, 8 o'clock to have your check-in. You can both be sitting down to watch TV when the alarm will go off. You'll both be reminded of your shared responsibilities rather than you trying to figure out when is the right moment to remind your partner of this. You've externalized the reminder, so it's coming from the calendar, not from you. The task is remembered, but you don't have to feel like you are pestering anyone to do it. A child who is old enough to have a phone can likewise be taught to set reminders. 
Now, that's not to say your kid will eagerly stop what he or she is doing to get ready for the tennis lessons that, um, by the way, they asked to sign up for. But still, at least you know the kid saw the reminder and had to make a decision because, well, what kid isn't always on their phone? Sometimes people might ask you to remind them of things. And if you decide that you're going to do this, like reminding an older child to take out the trash on Thursdays, then set a reminder for yourself. Your calendar or alarm will remind you that on Thursdays at 7.30 p.m., you need to tell your kid to take out the trash. Now, yes, it might be ultimately preferable not to have to remind someone of their chores. But if the alternative is that the garbage is in the garage all week, well, it's good to help this person build the habit. For a while, at least. The reminder means you don't have to think about it, except on Thursday at 7.30. Now, of course, this is easier said than done. I have been trying to figure out a good way to get my children to practice their musical instruments three times a week without my being a human reminder. I would love for everyone to remember to do baths and showers on certain nights without reminders, and to pick up the basement so the cleaning service can vacuum, and to start their remote learning classes on time, and so forth. When there are a lot of things that have to happen, I will make a checklist with the names of the four older children along the top and their tasks down the left-hand side. Some of the children are better than others at completing these things. But the upside of the checklist is that I can see immediately what reminders still need to happen, rather than trying to remember and remind everyone of everything. At least, it's a little better. And the hope is that, over time, people will come up with their own reminders. Sometimes this happens as incentives change. A young kid doesn't care about showering, which is why you are constantly reminding them. A teenager does care, and so, generally, won't need to be reminded. But until that point, or with other things that might otherwise cause tension, it's best to figure out ways where you don't have to be the constant human reminder. By avoiding taking on the job of being the human reminder, you will save your energy to use for interacting in other more pleasant and uniquely human ways. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early 
and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.